the more creative the work is, the more of a process you need. I'm Bill Small. And I'm Miles Hansen. Welcome to The Subtle Art of Not Yelling, a weekly podcast for creatives about the creative process. Learn how to finish what you start, ship your work, and build a business without being the loudest on the block. Less noise, noise more. <sighs> hey, Miles. Hey, Bill. You ever feel like you're just shooting in the dark, hoping that things are going to, whatever you're working on is going to turn out? Yes. You know, it's funny. I I was thinking about this the other day because you and I talk about work and how to work and how we work. And, you know, there are things I would like to be able to do better. And I started thinking about songwriting. And I know people who actually have a, what I might call a process for songwriting, right? And I could actually tell you several different processes that you might use to write a song. And yet I never use them and it's sort of higgledy-piggledy, I hope it works and I hope it comes out. Um, And I started thinking about how many things are actually like that in all of the work that I do. Yeah. Gotta have a process. Yeah, but isn't it funny how, especially in the creative, on the creative side of things, I think we often resist that. We we think that it should just come or just happen or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what, if that's our ego you know, we want to be a true creative and having too much structure and too much of a system is uh, counterintuitive to that creative, our creative ego, maybe. But I, I will say I have a lot of experience with, you know, going into that kind of chaotic, spontaneous creative energy. And it can be really great, but it is also very draining. And you're not really sure when it's going to finish and what's going to come out the other side. It's also not uh, repeatable. Right. I can't tell you when I can do that again. Mm -mm. You know, like the most prolific artist I've ever known was a man named Bill Worrell who did every kind of art you can think of. He painted, he made jewelry, he made sculptures. He made sculptures that were 20 feet tall sometimes. Mm. He drew, he wrote poems, he wrote songs, he you know, was always creating. And I can't help but think that in some way, and I never really talked to him about this particularly, but when I step back and I look at how he did life, you know, he had a process in a way called get up and make something. (laughs) And and a lot of the things he did, like if you're going to make jewelry, there's there's a very specific process to that. If you're going to make pottery, which he did a lot of, there's a very specific process for that. It doesn't mean that there's not creativity inside the process, right? Right. But if you don't follow the process, the actual piece isn't going to turn out. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. Yeah, everyone I know who is, you know, quote unquote, crushing it, successful in, in their business and their craft, they all have, when I look under the hood, behind the scenes, they all have a sharp process. Like they have worked on the process and that has led them to being able to create consistently. I think that's the big thing is if you want to keep doing it, if it's a hobby and you just want to try it one time, you don't necessarily need a process. But if you want to keep doing it and grow in any sort of fashion, yeah, you need a process. And um, this is something I've, I've learned more recently that that is the, one of the most important components of your creative work and your business is having, you know, when you're working with someone, here's where we're going to start. Like with Brand Thrive, it's it's let's start with the story because it all really starts there. The internal, the why. Let's get that straight. That will dictate your strategy to actually have a plan, put that into place. And then once you get all that done, then we can actually build the brand identity and, and design it. And uh, it took me a while to kind of get there. And I realized you had to have those two. I at least want to have those two things done first before I even touch the design. Yeah, and even the design, then you could have a process for that, right? Absolutely. And I think it's interesting that I never really, nobody ever told me (laughs) that I might consider developing a way to do things, a way to, a repeatable way to do things, whether it's writing songs or creating any other kind of content or uh, whatever it might be. And I sort of fell into, I have a, a process, a framework that I use for my coaching clients. But the only reason that happened is because when I first started coaching professionally, I worked for somebody else. Right. Who handed me a framework. Nice. And I built my framework later off of that one. Right. Um, I didn't come up with that myself. And I'm super glad I have it because mm-hmm. it works and it's repeatable and it works every time. And it gives me a place to start and create from. Right. And I have so many conversations with people in their businesses where there's a lot of room for creating systems and processes that it feels like in the early stages of a business, why would I want to pay attention to that? You know, I need to just get more clients and make money, which is true. But you also, I've seen so many people grow really fast And then they don't have these processes or systems in place and things fall apart. And whether that's around uh, hiring and firing people, whether that's around, uh, you know, HR stuff is huge for that, whether that's around even just how you track your finances in your business, whether it's around the specific processes of what you do, like for you, Uh, a process around design for me, a process around how I onboard and start a client. Um, And we could drill down into a hundred different places where having a system that's repeatable 
makes everything so much more efficient and so much easier and actually makes more room for you to be creative. Gosh. Yeah, you're you're reminding me of how much like when I don't have a process, how much energy and time is just completely wasted because I'm reinventing the wheel, I'm thinking how am I going to get this started? Where do I start? Then ne- what's next? What do I tell the client? It's just a freaking mess. And when you have a process, even if it's it's almost like when the more creative the work is, the more of a process you need. Like when I'm starting design with a client, sometimes it's, it's just a brainstorming part of the process where there's really no, you know, step-by-step formula. It's just a a pocket of time with two tools and some inspiration to get started from and then just see what comes out of that. And that's like a very uh, chaotic, creative step. But that is typically like the first part of the design that leads me into the next few steps. And after that, it just, there's a lot of momentum and it kind of takes it to the end. Um, so yeah, man, it's just, it's so important, but we, we don't think that we need that and it keeps us from getting into momentum because every time we're starting a new. Yeah. And I also don't, I've never until recently thought about things in that way. And even, uh, even starting to look at, okay, where do I actually have a system for something or a process for something that I don't even think of it that way? Like, uh, not long ago, uh, sometimes I'll get a music uh, job or gig where I have to learn a bunch of songs. You know, like maybe um, I did a record release for a friend last year and I didn't actually play on that record. Um, So I had to learn all the songs. And I really didn't think about it until I was about to sit down to do that, that I actually have a process for that. I have a way that I do that that I could and probably should at some point even write down in case I forget because <laughs> I don't do it that often. And when, as I was thinking about how do I want to do that, and then I, I th- oh yeah, I know how I do that. And I thought through it first. Here's what I do first. I do this and then I do this and then I do this and then I do this. And that usually works for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and and almost taking that time first just to think it through. What are the steps? How am I going to do this? Before just diving in and losing myself and getting freaked out about it made all the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. All I have to do is work these steps. And by the end of it, I'll be ready for the gig. I love that. It makes me think of meditation because really what you're doing is just slowing down, pausing, Um And then, you know, like having a meeting with yourself beforehand instead of just, you know, like we have meetings with other people all the time, like have a meeting with yourself, think about, all right, what have I done? If it's something you've done before, what are the patterns? Just like you said, like what's going to be a kind of nice first step and go from there. So I think it's an interesting place to look when you have um, when you have things in your business or your life that get bogged down and don't feel efficient, you know, there's probably a missing system. 
the things that are working really well, you might actually have a really good repeatable process that you don't even think of as a repeatable process. And I, I think for me, when I find those, what I want to start doing is actually write that down somewhere, like codify that. And that doesn't mean it can't change. I think systems and processes are also flexible just because this works for you right now doesn't mean it always will, but it's a great place to start. It's a framework that you can uh, go back to every time and play with. And you may find some better version of it at some point, or maybe it always flexes a little bit, um, but you have a place to start. I love that. So if we were to kind of put this into a process, <laughs> process for process, um, I guess first it would be looking at what your work and your product, your clients, whatever, and seeing where you need a process. I think one of the biggest things that like you and, and other people, coaches, have kind of helped me figure out is where are the leakages, where are the holes in my business, energy, so on and so forth, that I can focus on, plug them up, build a process around that. I think the the plug of that hole is a process. So figuring out where I need a process, then starting to build out a process for each one of those. And then just like you said, like go through it and let it evolve. Keep tweaking that. Yeah, and I think it, a good place to start sometimes too is look at where do you already have them? Where do you already have a system or a process that works? And can you apply the way you do that to other places? Because sometimes we, I think we do this thing where we look at how other people do things. <laughs> no. This has stopped me from creating processes around things before because I look at how somebody else does it. And for some reason, my brain thinks, well, that's the way it's done. Right. But that way, for whatever reason, doesn't work for me. It doesn't fit the way I work, the way I think, the way my life is. So then I just don't have a process at all. I see. And I, when I go back and I look at the places where I do have some kind of a process or a system that I use, that clues me into how I work, how I work best. And that gives me a place to start for any other way of doing things I want to create. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, I'm going to go make, make a process then. <laughs> the world is overwhelming. We're constantly being pulled in a million directions, and it's only going to get worse. So much of what we're sold online is about planning, strategizing, and thinking. But doing is the hardest and most important part. The box is where projects get finished. In the box, you'll organize, prioritize your projects, and finish what you start. You won't learn anything new. You'll simply get a lot done and be a part of a small community of doers. Go to theboxworkshop.com.
Thanks for listening today. We can't do this without the support of our listeners. So please leave us a review or sign up for our newsletter at subtleartofnotyelling.com.